0: to the bear essentials on today's show we break down recent bears free agents and we get into these justin field clickbait articles that i here in these streets these guys need to fucking stop aw
1: they need to fucking stop man you are 100 correct friends and this is why you and i don't listen to all that crap that's why you and i always do our own homework bro because we know that people out there are just saying things bro
0: And on top of it, man, these people just say ridiculous things because they want people to read their articles. Fuck you all that do that bullshit. As soon as I saw the headline from that article, I was like, get this shit off of my fucking laptop screen. And I have people, friends of my A-Dub, that was like, oh, man, this article is trash. And I'm like, but you read it.
1: Right. (laughs) Be (laughs) mad at yourself. (laughs) You are not lying about it, man. And that's why it ain't for me to read because I don't want to disappoint myself.
0: Before I get on this podcast and start railing on the person that wrote this day, I should get myself educated with what was in there. So I said, you know right. what? Copy and paste and send me all the fucking bullet points from this damn article that he had. So <laughs> anyway, people that listen to this show, I know you guys come to us for football, NFL, Bears content. However, a lot of you guys are probably just sports fans in general. So you know about the transfer portal in the NCAA. So what this person wrote in this article was saying that the NFL needs a transfer portal, because if it did, Justin Fields would enter the transfer portal. When I read that shit, first of all, the fucking title itself and the headline pissed me off. Then I read it through the article and I'm like, this don't
1: make no damn sense. It don't make no sense at all. Because why would the guy want to do all that? First of all, it makes no sense. I mean, he's happy. He's happy in the shot. The man is happy in Chicago he knows what's at stake here. He knows we care about him, Perez. He knows this team care about him, man. So why would we even go this route? So that article was definitely, definitely on the wrong track, bro. So it was a flawed argument
0: that the guy was making because basically in essence what he was saying is Justin Fields would be justified in asking for a trade or asking out of Chicago. And he's basically saying because of what happened last year with him in Chicago, the whole Matt Nagy situation, but also talking about this offseason – and what's been going over Ryan Poles not giving him adequate People. weapons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's kind of where he was going with
1: it. And that still, to me, don't make any sense because, you know, we the season started off, fresh You know we in, in so much crazy mess when it came down to the contracts, right? You know how that was about, right? And it's like, are you really seeing what's going on with this Bears team on um, why we where we are? I mean, you got to realize what Ryan Poles inherit. And I think the guy who wrote an article didn't think it through, press just on my hand. He didn't think it through. Yeah, I, I think, too, I think what, what it just comes down
0: to is this person, obviously outside of wanting people to, to click on the article to read this nonsense. That's true. What he was trying to say was, okay, A-Rob left. Who did, who did they replace A-Rob with, right? James Daniels left. Who did they replace him with? And they talked about the fact on defense where they think the defense has gotten worse because of some of the guys that have left. So really what they're saying is the pieces around him don't work. They haven't given this guy the help, so does it beg the question of would Justin feels worn out? And I say fuck no. First of all, this team is all in on him. The damn head coach has come out and talked about the system that they're putting in on offense, A-Dub, is quarterback friendly and it's going to be utilized to make sure that it gets the best out of Justin. That's not a team that's looking to part ways with him, A, and it's also a team that realizes that this guy is the key why would Justin want to be – why would he want to leave a situation where they're going to be catering to
1: what he does best? Absolutely. And then the thing you mentioned, Perez, really, is that also when these guys came on board, Perez, the front office came on board, Ryan Poles, Matthew Flues, they talked about, hey, Justin Fields, right, him being the priority here. So the article just doesn't make quite sense to me because I'm like, uh, in one hand, they already came out and told you what the, what the goal is, right? And then the other thing that Perez and I talked a lot about is our defense, right? Asian, an aging defense. It's tough to operate with an aging defense when these guys have contracts and want to make money and all that stuff. It's a it's a problematic there. So you got a, a a situation where you have to be to balance out, you know, both sides, the offense and defense. So you got to let some people go.
0: Listen, it comes with the territory, but at the same time, and we talked about it, Ryan Poles came in here, had to make some unpopular... Uncomfortable decisions. But listen, yep. I give him his props because he made the moves that needed to be made. None of us wanted Cleo Mack to be traded, but we knew in our heart of hearts it was going to have to happen. Yeah. Aheem Hicks, while heart and soul on this team, man, one of my favorite Bears in the last five years on this team. We knew. Aging player. Oh, he was kind of becoming more injury-prone. Big-time yep. contract. What, what, what were they going to do? They were not going to bring him back on a $10 million a
1: year salary again. <laughs> exactly. It didn't make any sense for us to bring them back. And I get, you know, our hearts with those guys, with those players. We love them. But it really didn't make sense bringing them back to the team, you know, with that kind of money. Honestly, because the Chicago Bears
0: and NFL news cycle has been a little slow, this is when you see these little lazy articles like this come out, where you, you get people just sitting here thinking, what controversial shit can I say today to get everybody talking? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And generally, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get on Twitter and go back and forth and argue with nobody about it. But I still am not going to get on our show and talk about it. Because listen, this is where we get paid. This is where we're going to talk about this shit.
1: Hey, absolutely, man. I'm with you 100%, man. <laughs> so you hit a good point, man. These guys who put these articles out, you're right, that controversial piece press. they want something to talk about. they to cause some commotion, get the Bears fans all riled up. What better way to do it than do that?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm just it's laughable bro it's really laughable the nonsense that comes out of these people's mouths it's like okay you work for these major publications (laughs) and obviously they must love having you there writing these clickbait ass articles because they get paid by how many people read them things so they say (laughs) anything and everything even though it don't make no goddamn sense
1: Right. Even if you don't like it at all, you're still going to read it because you're like, what the hell did Jay actually say, right? you still interested in what they possibly have said. And you're like, okay, I done read this BS article that makes no sense. Today, they're looking for the click, praise, like you said, man. The clickbait, baby. It's just dumb because you got to listen to the head coach. Ibraflus has
0: been nothing but – he's been, like, just littering Justin Fields with praise, saying how he feels like he has a command of the offense, that he feels like he's ready. That's not a, a, a head coach that's talking about a guy in the system they don't fucking feel confident in him. They
1: love the kid. We love the kid. Absolutely, Prez. And I got to give mad for some props like you are doing, man. He's been open about this. He's been very open, man, about Justin Fields, you know. So just the fact that the coach is doing that, Prez, on a regular, right, about it, he's constantly talking about it on these different shows about, you know, Justin Fields. This just says This coach really appreciate that kid, man, and want to see this kid grow.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say this aw. I agree with you there. The coach knows what they have in this kid. Also, too, they have a system that they're gonna be putting in place that I think is gonna really be way better than what we saw last year. We yeah. all know that we did not see the best of what Justin Fields was able to do. And even when he had the handcuffs on him, he still showed you potential. He just he still showed you signs of what was there in that quarterback, right? And that, that gives us all Chicago, us, all of us Chicago Bears fans reason a dub to be very confident about the future with this team, but no, we will not be trading Justin Fields. Any article that just suggests that you're fucking just trying to get people to fucking click on your nonsense. That's all.
1: That's all. And that's what it's all about, man. Nonsense, friends. They're looking for some clickbait, man. They ain't got nothing to talk about. It hasn't been a whole lot of Bears news out there these days, so somebody wants something to talk about. <laughs> and, and, and 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 when we're here talking about them taking. And then trade in just the
0: fields. Now, any person that would think something like that doesn't understand football. You are obviously a casual fan. Because if they were looking to tank, why would they wait to trade the quarterback after they've tanked? That means his value is at all time low. You'll get next to nothing for a guy that you gave up draft capital to get
1: absolutely. It'd be a waste, a waste of time, friends. A waste of draft picks, waste of everything, man. So, why would they do that? The Bears are not that stupid. I think, man, for some of these people, man, they're just haters, and that's what haters do,
0: man. Haters just sit around, they think about some shit because their lives are fucking miserable, and you write some nonsense like that. Stop talking (laughs) about our damn team, keep Justin Fields out of your fucking mouth, and focus on some other teams out there. Leave us the fuck alone over here. As Bears fans, we got enough. We were already nervous as fuck wondering what the hell's gonna happen with this upcoming draft.
1: We don't need you guys writing your nonsense about trading Justin Fields. Stop it. Man, you talk about trading Justin Fields, a kid that a lot of Bears fans, Bears Nation love. Man, you're you gonna call some people to look and say, What the hell is going on here? <laughs> you know, but they got what they wanted. I was just giving that credit. You wanted to smoke, you got it. I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's real easy for people. And, and I just don't like the
0: way that the media operates these days, because a lot of times these people aren't even insiders, the people. And I'm not even going to give them even the, the I'm not even going to give them the airtime on this show by even talking about their names, but the people that wrote these articles, these people aren't Bears insiders. They may be connected to the NFL, AW, but I don't give a fuck. You don't know what's going on in Hallis Hall. So shut the fuck up talking about my team. Mind your own business. <laughs> that's say, it. Got nothing to do with you. Got nothing, got nothing to do with you over here. <laughs> nothing at all, Perez. Listen, I remember Kenny Williams back in the day. He was telling people, "You stay in the White Sox business. You stay in Chicago <laughs> Bears business, y'all." Yes, sir. Hey, man, when the coach is saying that he feels like they're in a great spot with this quarterback, said that he's been meeting with the offensive of staff, very comfortable in the office, That's all I needed to hear, Dub. That's all I needed to hear.
1: And that's all that matter right there, Prez. The work they putting in already, Prez, to help Justin Fields get better, man, and to, to get off to a good start with this uh, new regime, man. That's what it's about right there.
0: And last thing before we get into talking about some of these uh, most recent free agent moves, and also we're going to end the episode audience, by breaking down who we think were some of the best signers that have been made. But a I saw Justin Fields at the Ohio State spring game. So I, I, was, I was glancing through on TV, and I saw him standing over there, and I was like, look at Justin. I said, like, look at my quarterback over there.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man, you find the Fields everywhere, man. And that dude is just so smooth and so cool, man. He just pull up, Perez. And when he pull up, man, you, know, you, you got to recognize he there, man, because he make an interest.
0: You know what, you know, That's such a good point because you, you'll find his ass at a Blackhawks game and a Bulls game, a <laughs> Chicago Sky game. And Justin Fields, boy, he just be pulling up, bro. He just, but you know what? But
1: you know he always working, too, at the same time. Exactly. That's the one thing we have to worry about with him, Perez. Even though he's pulling up somewhere, we know that kid getting to work in, man. He's a workaholic. Yeah, because
0: shit, him and your boy Mooney all summer. And I can't wait to see that connection between those two at Hallis Hall this summer. I feel like these two are going to have a really good season together. Man,
1: Perez, the bank going to be open, baby. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing those two dudes, man, get get the hooking up together, man, and doing their thing on the field. But uh, the good thing that you talked about is what the all-season. Well, the all, the all, all season were well, alright audience. Since the last time we all spoke, the
0: Bears have picked up about four players that we haven't given our thoughts on. Them. The first one, A-Dub, Ryan Griffin comes over from the New York Jets, a tight end, because, you know, for one while there, we were saying, okay, the only tight ends on this roster was Cole Komet. And uh, who was it? I think they picked up, was it a Jasper Horstead, right? So right were the right. two tight ends at that point. So then now you pick up Ryan Griffin from the Jets. What would you think about that move? Because for me, I said, okay,
1: getting Justin Fields another pass catching option, I, I didn't mind the move. No, I didn't mind the move either, Perez. I also thought we need the depth, too. I'm like, you know, okay, we'll have enough. We probably need more, you know, in, 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 in the system. So on the team, and I thought that was just a good pickup right there, man, to add to the count. And I think that's something that a guy like him that maybe – that uh, just the fields can utilize, man, at at some point in the season. And on top of this, too, like, so audience,
0: you guys are probably looking at this like, why would the Bears want a tight end from the New York Jets? Yeah, I get that. You want to get your jokes off. But before he was on the Jets, he was actually on the Texans. And in that offense, he actually put up some decent numbers. So I thought when when I saw this move happen, I said, underrated
1: signing by by Ryan Pulse. These are the type of signs that Ryan Poles seems to be making all the time. Prez, you starting to see a consistent theme. He's not going for the popular guys, right? He's going for the low-key guys when so people got something to prove. Yeah, and also, too, his first season with the Jets, he had five touchdowns. So this is a guy that can't be a weapon in this offense. Exactly. And the good thing about it's he's going to do his job, go out there, run his routes, try to get open prayers and make some things happen, man, so that kid can make some plays.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't mind this one at all. It's an option to pair there with, a, with Cole Komet. The next yep. guy... Tavon Young, and I thought here, we were wondering when they were going to make a, a, a splash there on defense, especially at corner, well, Ryan Poe showed you because I thought this was a very nice sign in there. And this right here, this shows you an example of Ryan Poe's his eye for talent, and it gives you a little insight into his scouting mentality because this guy, Tavon Young, comes over from the Baltimore Ravens, system A-dub. He's been there his whole time.
1: Yeah, he was a really, really solid member of their secondary. Yeah, man, that dude is solid, press I know we gave him a one-year deal, which means we got to prove himself, you know, to show us, hey, what you got? But the thing is, I like the fact, man, because this guy could also cover the slot too, Perez. This guy got some versatility on him, man. Oh, and that was, that was his role there with the Ravens, because you got to think
0: about it. His time with that team overlapped Eric Weddle being there, Marlon Humphrey, and Marcus Peters. So he's been around top talent. So... He's gonna be able to bring a lot to the table here coming to Chicago. You brought up the fact that he's on a prove-it deal. It's a it's a it's a win-win for him because he's coming off of a big free agency extension that he signed with the Ravens where he was made one of the highest-paid slot corners in the league.
1: Mm-hmm. And now we're looking like, hey, show us show us the magic <laughs> because we can use it, right? You know, when we had last season friends, we struggled.
0: But the only thing is injuries with him because yeah. what we saw there with Baltimore is those injuries kept him off the field, which he wasn't able to realize that potential there.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's probably part of the reason why he got that one-year deal with us, right? Like, you still got to prove yourself, you know? Can you stay healthy? And, you know, the best thing about being a cornerback is being out on the field. Can you be out on the field, man? That's the most important thing right there.
0: Yeah, and what I would say is, is that last season, he, he played in all 17 games. So, hey, I think that was a a step in the right direction, but the Ravens decided to go a different direction
1: with him because they were trying to save cap space, you know? Well, I get it. We get it when it comes out of cap space, friends. We totally get it because remember what happened to us, right, when it came to cap space with our cornerback, you know, before. So uh, we know what that's like, but hey, we'll take the luxury here. We can use this guy. So I'm glad that we started. We got a chance to you know uh, pick up a guy who's solid and can help us out.
0: Yeah, because like I said, when you look at this guy on tape, he's someone that you know is gonna be able to step in right away and start out yeah. if he can stay healthy.
1: Right. Because you know, looking at our roster right now, you talk about cornerbacks. He's the guy that Jalen Johnson's like, okay, Jalen Johnson, we know about you already, bro. But then look at the rest of the the, the, the roster, you're like, uh oh, we got some trouble there. But then you got young, you're right, Prince. He's gonna be the guy that, that steps to the other side and say, Hey, look, I can help you out, Jalen Johnson. And the guy's appeared to be solid too. He had a solid season last season.
0: Yeah, and then on top of it, too, when you look at his contract versus the type of productivity that I'm seeing or I'm thinking that we're going to see from him, I think this is a good move by uh, Ryan Pulse. Yeah, good move here, Perez, and this kid can hold his own. All right, Matthew Edwards. So this is a, a a situation, another linebacker that we brought in here, A-Dub, and we've been stockpiling on the depth at the linebacker position, but this is also another former Indianapolis coach that's coming over here. Matt Eberflus, man, he is getting his boys over here, Perez.
1: <laughs> He played no games, friends. The coach system while coming to Chicago, I mean, Matt Eberflus is making it known. Like, look, I know guys who've been solid for me who've shown me enough. They can come over here and contribute, right? And that's what Matt Eberflus is doing. Yes, sir.
0: And this is a guy here last season, played 17 games. But you got to think about another thing that's really important with him. He played a shit ton on special teams. And so this is what I keep talking about on this show, versatility. Guys that are versatile, this is somebody that's going to be able to be a core member of special teams potentially while serving as a valuable depth
1: player in that linebacker rotation. Yeah, man, Perez, you got those guys that can do multiple things. Hey, that's a win-win for us. So the fact they can do both, we, we give guys rest as well, Perez. We would do that, man. I think we in good shape. So having him is an upgrade to me, you ask me, Perez. He can definitely help the team. Yes, sir. And then,
0: and most recently, a w- James O'Shaughnessy comes over here on a one-year deal. And this is a homegrown guy now, comes over here from everywhere. yeah. <laughs> so now yep. he's joining Cole Komet as a homegrown talent coming here to Chicago. And when I saw this move come down the pipeline, I said, okay, well, don't surprise me that Ryan Poles uh, signed this guy. Because, hey, Ryan Poles was the uh,
1: scouting director in KC when the Chiefs drafted O'Shaughnessy. Yep, Ryan pose knows this. Knows this guy, man. Uh, why not bring him over here, Perez? Let's see what the guy has, man. So I think this kid, you know, can come help us and do some things, man. So, homegrown, probably have to play in Chicago. You know what it is, Perez. People come back home, they love it, man. So hey, why not see what this guy can do?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think this is solid depth that's being added here. Yep, and I know Bears fans were making their jokes and talking about, oh, great, another tight end, but. This isn't that year when we had seven and eight tight ends on the damn roster. This is now the fourth tight end. I would say I think we're good at the tight end position now.
1: Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are good now. That, that, that's, we can close the door on that right there, friends. This is enough. We got the guys we need here, you know. And these are all guys who actually I think can contribute to. So I think Ryan Pole's done a good job with that.
0: No, I, I agree, too. I think when you look at having Cole commit, Ryan Griffin, Jasper Horstead, and Al Shaughnessy, hey, I think you got a good – good side is there you know what i mean and, and i think it might be an upgrade of what you had last year in the position
1: it could be right there for us and i'm hoping these guys all get some get some chance to play you know how they go right um you know we're gonna be out there but the thing is in this in the, in the nfl you know people get hurt so you need to have the depth man you need it
0: Yeah, it's definitely very important in the nfl and, I, and the audience this is the thing for us we always gonna give you guys something on this podcast even when it's slow, we're going to make sure that we give you some sort of content because we feel like you guys deserve to hear from us. You need to hear from your boys, a Double and So we want to make sure, hey, we're not going to be inconsistent with the content just because it's slow. You'll be like, oh, man, we ain't heard from them in two or three weeks. No, nah, we don't do that. You're going to hear from us regardless. And then guess what? If it ain't a lot going on, we sure going to find something to talk about to keep y'all entertained out here. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so A-Dub, best silence so far from Ryan Poles. So I'm going to go first and I'm going to follow. So I feel like, to me, Tavon Young was probably the best acquisition that I've seen Ryan Poles make. And the reason why is is kind of what I talked about earlier. The fact that we know that that cornerback position opposite of Jalen Johnson was a problem all last year. Correct. This guy is an easy upgrade over anything they tried out last year. Now, Thomas Graham Jr. is a guy that I thought – Stepped up when given an opportunity. Now, Thomas Graham Jr. is a guy that should be able to compete for that slot corner job. So now you don't have to force Thomas Graham Jr. into a position that he's not ready for yet because maybe Tavion Young can handle that position over there for a season and then Thomas Graham can maybe tr- organically transition into that spot in a year from now. So when I look at this, having a guy like Tavion Young who's proven is an upgrade. There's some things that he can even help Jalen tweak, you know, because this guy's been a pro. He understands the league. Maybe there's some things professionally that he can help Jalen because we know Jalen's a fucking beast and a dog on the field. But we also know that last season there was a couple times there that we heard some little chatter about Jalen being late maybe Jalen not being <laughs> a pro. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe having a guy like Tavon Young coming into that cornerback room maybe it kind of help him out a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, also keep him on his toes. You know how it is, Fred. Somebody comes, back guy can, can do a good job. You, you learn a couple of things from him, right? pro's pro, and he comes from a good system, too, you know? If you think about, you know, uh, Yum, like you said, with the Ravens, that's a good defensive system. So, hey, this guy coming in with some tools, Fred, and also with some good knowledge. And I think the reason why I love this signing so much is because now it takes
0: the pressure off of polls in the draft that have to prioritize a quarterback position with that second-round pick, because I hope I really hope offense and that wide receiver spot is where he goes with that second round pick. But it takes a little bit of that pressure off of poles, A
1: Yeah, it does, man. It really does, Perez. I know you got two solid cornerbacks now. I know we were patient to get both of them, you know, where to get um um young, but we got him right. So, like you said, not as easy to focus on the draft now. We already know that we need a wide receiver for sure, Perez. So hopefully that's where Ryan Pole's mind is at. Send us pick up our offensive line. We know we have been talking about the offensive line for quite a while. You or not, and I, yeah. We know how bad it's been. So picking up Patrick, man, that come from a good place. You know, uh, come for the Packers. Understand, you know uh, what's important. Understand the interior offense. You know, he, he gets it, man. He gets it. It's a guy I think is smart who can hold his own ground. And I think he's going to be do a good job helping Justin Fields. You know, with the protection. So um, I think I thought that was a big move right there for Ryan Post.
0: So eight hey, I I gotta I gotta do it. He don't come from a good place. Fuck the Packers. But I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. But I had to say it. I had to say it. My skin was crawling. If I didn't say nothing, it would have bothered me all night. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man.
1: I get it. Hey, hey, no love lost there, friends. I totally get it, man. I need to choose my words a little bit more careful man. I'm talking about the Packers. <laughs>
0: Hey, but I said there with love, man. I said it with love. I'm just telling you. I was yes, like,
1: sir. <laughs> my, my skin was crawling. I was like, no, I gotta say something. <laughs> you hit me right there. Hey, man, you hit me on that one, bro. You got me good with that one there, man. No doubt.
0: But no, I, I agree with you. I thought Lucas was a good sign, man, because that's your starting center right there. Yeah. And obviously an upgrade over Sam Mustafer. Because Sam Mustafer to me, death piece, smart guy, probably a good locker room guy. I just want him to be my starting center.
1: That's all. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> and we got nothing against Sam Mustard, but it's what it is, man. You need to upgrade, you know. and uh, This is a good one right here, Fred. We'll take it, bro. I'm with you. Yeah, because as we talked about earlier in the offseason, his football IQ,
0: his power, his versatility, these are all things going to be very important. And like I said, I keep saying the word versatility, audience, but that's what I'm seeing from Ryan Pulse. That is what he's focusing on, and you can never have enough of that because to piggyback off of what A-Dub said earlier, when you talk about injuries, well, you want guys that you can interchange into your lineup and you don't miss a beat. And I feel like that's what he's doing with this, this roster, bro.
1: Absolutely. doing it with the roster, and you know what our team looked like last season, Prez, it's yeah. just unfortunate. We had a lot of injuries on that line too, right? We had to move things around and you need guys who can move, right? If you got somebody to move, you can move them, man, with that kind of versatility. So that's always going to be an important piece moving forward. And it ends up. I really just love, I love that you caught this move out because in addition to
0: all the other things that we talked about with him, you got a guy in Patrick that's going to be really good in the run game. Now, I know in the passing game, probably going to be a little inconsistent there, but in the running game, bro, especially in that zone scheme that he's bringing over here with David Montgomery, and you got a guy like he could get out in front like that. Oh, Woo. shit. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, look, I'm going to tell you, man, our running backs going to love that. They're going to love that, Perez, me to run through this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No facts there.
0: Facts there. I guess if there was one other signing A-Dub that I would say was one that I liked, and I know it didn't, it didn't, it didn't raise the bar for a lot of people, but Byron Pringle coming over from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Now, this is one a but you talked about how he works against the zone. We kind of joked about that a little bit, whether it wasn't was, was it Mahomes, was it Byron. We'll see. But the simple fact of the matter is that this guy right here was kind of hitting on that depth chart over there at KC because they had some fucking weapons over there, boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I'm probably sure they probably thinking, like, you know what? Maybe we should have kept this guy. We we're going to make some moves
0: <laughs>
1: KC. <laughs> probably thinking now, you know, but I'm glad we kind of stole him, for it looked like this dude can come help us out, man. And um, he got some things to prove, too, right? He's still a young guy, man. He's still, I mean, what, about 28 years old, man. It's like he got something he still need to prove out there. So. And the yep.
0: fact that he can make plays after the catch, and I think that's going to be very important because one of the things that we didn't see a lot of in this offense last year was guys making plays after the catch. Darnell Mooney has that ability, but you didn't see a Rob making those type of plays out there nah. in the offense.
1: That's nah not his man.
0: game. But nope. you, gotta, you got a guy like Pringle that's going to come in here, and I think that's going to open things up in this offense.
1: That's what we're looking for right there, Chris. Let's open this up.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And, shit, let's be honest. He came here because of Justin
1: Fields. Yeah. No, he's been playing with a good quarterback, and this is what – got me going back to that article, that boy crap article, though. <laughs> it's, it's like man, that's why like, you hear stuff like that. Like, man, really, dude. People are coming here because of you know Justin Fields, man. People want to play with Justin Fields. You just hit a good example right here, for us. That you know that hey, I got a solid quarterback I'm playing with. You know, this kid can throw that boy, can launch it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. With accuracy, you know, he's gonna get better, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, bring on the guys who want to play with Chicago. A lot of these wide receivers gonna see that this is a destination.
0: And I think Byron Pringle's going to have a career year because one of the things, too, when you think about Justin Fields and the fact that he can keep plays alive, when a guy like this, as he brought up earlier in the year, how he can work against themselves, well, he's going to be savvy enough to know how to stay open in those zones. Yep,
1: exactly. He's going to have a good time with Justin Fields because, you know, Justin Fields, let him be on the move, Prez. (laughs) So this dude making a chance to eat, bro. Yeah, great signing. Also, too, this guy, he can return kicks, too. See? See, <laughs> that's another situation right there, Prez, that versatility. You've been talking about it, right? You just mm-hmm. talked about the versatility. There. Yes, sir. All right, you got one more on the way out? One more for me on the way out, man? I, I thought Justin Jones, you know, giving him a two-year okay. deal, Prince. thought that was cool, too, man. I think that guy has something to offer us as well, man. I think he can play. Um, I mean, he, he-, he-, he with the right system here in Chicago. I think he'll do well, man. So I thought that's a good signing, too. Yeah, and that was a, a good consolation prize when we lost out on Big
0: Larry. And I know yep. some people were coming after Ryan Poles for that whole situation. But listen, man, if Justin Jones is going to be the consolation prize, I'll take it. Because he comes here on a lower contract than what they were going to give to Big Larry. And even she though did. A.W. called it a two-year deal, it's really like a one-year deal, if you think about it, with the, the way that the guaranteed money starts up, well, the, yeah. set up. However, this guy right here comes over here as someone and I think is going to be disruptive.
1: Oh, yeah, man. He, like, he ain't no joke, man. <laughs> that dude, man, when he get there, man, he he, he got he got some kind of speed, press When you talk about running in there, press like the, the delay speed, you know how it is when guys out there just out there just waiting and then just running there. He's one of those guys. And when he get in there, press he he, he, he calls havoc, man. He can make some things happen. So I like this guy, man.
0: And the most important part, and we talked about this before, but
1: I have to reiterate, he came here because Matt Eberfuss called him. See? <laughs> that relationship right there, man. Matt Averflues don't get enough credit for that, for his, for his communication, man. If you think about Matt Interflus, the way he's been talking to people, the way he talks about people, people like him, you know? I mean, he's a likable guy. I mean, he has a good mouthpiece, man. So I'm glad that hey, he got Justin Jones to come into Chicago. And on top
0: of that, because A.W. bring up a good point, the fact of how he's reached out to the alumni. How yeah. these alumni
1: have said, listen, we ain't heard from none of the coaches like we've heard from this guy. Right. <laughs> That's dope, man, you asked me. <laughs> that ability right there, I'm like, you know what, man? Matt B. you making people in Chicago like you, bro. Really are, man. I know I'm becoming the guy that like him based upon the of things he's doing. I'm not saying what he's going to do for the season, how it's going to play out. But right now, the all-season prayers, I like how he's communicating.
0: Yep, yeah, but I would say, man, a I like that Justin Jones one from you. I think that was a great pickup by by, uh, by polls as well. Because like I said, uh, when you look at our defense, missing out on Big Larry... Big Larry was known as a disruptive type of force there. Maybe Jones may not be that, but I still think that they did a good job of getting a, a replacement in here. And quick, they struck really quick with Justin Yeah, Trump.
1: they did, man. That came out of nowhere. I was like, okay, quick backup plan came quickly for his. <laughs> you know, so that tells you right there, man. Ryan Pose is out there working, baby. We are getting closer and closer to the NFL draft. So aw
0: and I, On next week's episode, we're going to give you guys an NFL draft. uh, We're going to give you guys an NFL draft primer. We're going to give you guys our final, final mock draft. And hopefully, our boy Tyson Anderson is somebody that Ryan Pose listens to us and brings him to the fold. But AW got anything on the way out?
1: Ryan Pose, listen to that episode, man, with Tyson Anderson. Check it out, man. If you don't don't know what about this kid, you're going to learn more about him from this episode. Check us out, man. Well, I you you remember now? Uh, Tyson said he talked to them a couple times, so they,
0: I think they know about him. Well, I, I I want I want Ryan Poles to do more than know about
1: him. I want him yeah. to I want him to make that thing happen. Make it happen, man! Because this guy, this kid here, very humble, very smart. He can play. Yes, sir.
0: But Ryan Brian Poles, I got some other guys too. I want you to to, to make sure that uh, I'm putting on your radar at right, last second, just in case, <laughs> just a case. This episode just happens to come across the airwaves over there in Hallis Hall. <laughs> just want to make sure that you know that A-Dub and Prez got your back, man. We got you covered over here, bro. Yes, sir. All right, A-Dub, man. It was good chopping it up with you. Audience, thank you for your continued support of this show. We're the Bear Central's Podcast, and we are out.